This is Wake and Bake with Reverend Kim. If you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. This ridiculously truthful quote comes from the late and great spiritual teacher, Ram Das, the man who also told us to be here now. Another doozy that seems like it should be an easy, simple thing to accomplish. But the simple things are often complicated. Why are families so difficult? Because you know they are. They give us some of our toughest challenges. But in the grand scheme of that big picture, this is incredibly important. We don't grow without those challenges. We're here to awaken and evolve, and those challenges push us toward it. They push us toward our greatest potential, even when it's hard, especially when it's hard. Our families provide us with the perfect playground to work out what we need to, together and individually, because of the programming that happens in our early years and then continues on. We're forever tethered. It continues throughout lifetimes. I believe that we pick our families. We choose them before we're born, before we incarnate into these bodies, into these lives. We all kind of get together on the other side and make a plan. We plot it out like a big team meeting and decide together who needs what for their next leg of their evolution and how and when it'll come to be. We travel together with some new people popping in and out here and there. But for the most part, the people you're closest to or the ones who've had an impact on you, you've known before. We pick and decide to meet up when and where and why and high five it out and hop into our bodies and act out the scene that was planned. It's like a read through that happens on the other side, character casting and all. We decide who will come through as the mother this time and who will be the child, who will be the husband or girlfriend or even the stranger at the bus stop. Our important events and lessons and challenges are all laid out before, before we come into these bodies and we know them as destiny. You can't miss that stuff. It's written into the plot. We collaborate with our soul pods and make contracts for our growth. There are karmic bonds and the catalysts for our soul's evolution. Understanding those bonds can be incredibly helpful. And it's why I love to do past life regressions. You can look back and see the course of your collective lives and the people you've been traveling with. When you understand the nature of your relationships and peek into the things you've been up to, it's much easier to forgive and move forward and confidently keep going on the track you've been headed down for lifetimes. You can see where you're needed to learn compassion or understanding, where you've needed to learn the other side of the coin, bringing all of your experiences into balance. That's what this universe seeks, right? Balance. It's what karma is and what karma seeks to instill. When you've lived it, you can't help but have compassion. It's a natural byproduct, and it's part of that unconditional we're all a part of and consciously headed toward. It's never about punishment. That's not what karma is. It's true that karma isn't a bitch unless you are. It's always about understanding. Walking that mile, being in the other shoes, understanding your karmic bonds also helps to explain your current struggles. There's so many ways this unfolds. Like for a mother in this current reality who's having trouble conceiving. I've seen examples where it turns out that in a past life, she abandoned her children. And so then in this life, she's learning the deep desire to nurture and care for a family. And her children are experiencing the deep desire she has to love them. Things like that. None of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. Sometimes big ones. We all do. I've personally seen myself in quite a few past lives, and they all help to make sense of my current life. I've been surrounded by alcoholism in both my personal and professional lives this time around. Surrounded. 
And I don't wonder why anymore after traveling back and seeing myself in a past life as a bootlegger. I pushed and sold booze selfishly, aggressively. And now in this lifetime, I've been burdened with the other side of the addiction I once helped create. I understand the repercussions now, deeply, having lost many loved ones to the very thing I used to profit from. I get it now. And I also have this deep, deep feeling of guilt and a need to help with sobriety. I've had to learn to let that go too. Guilt helps nothing. And I have had to learn to understand that nobody can do the work for anybody else. Nobody, how badly I want to, how bad I try. I thank my team for that on the soul level, as hard as it's been. I've also had a hard time accepting my very spiritual nature. Coming out of that closet was just as difficult as coming out of the lesbian version I've had to do too. But looking back, it makes sense. My dear sweet nanny in this lifetime, my dad's mom, was also a medium. She's the one who taught me to read Turkish coffee, like she learned back in her village in Cyprus as a young girl. We had a very special bond while she was here, and we still do with her now on the other side. And I've seen us together before. I've seen myself in a lifetime where I was shunned, cast away, exiled to live alone in a little one-room cabin in the woods by a lake. I was run out of town, people throwing things, yelling, angry mob, accused of what I figured to be witchcraft. I spent the rest of that lifetime alone with only one visitor, a very kind woman who came to visit me every day, and we'd sit and sip and eat together quietly and with deep affection and gratitude for each other. It was my nanny, with many of her same ways and mannerisms as she had in this lifetime. It's pretty neat. In this lifetime, she used to bring my dad lunch every day while he was at work, cooking for him and walking it over, her heartfelt need to feed her son, much the same way she walked and took care of me. Information from past lives will always be relevant and feel familiar. It will feel right and similar to the vibes that you're living now. I've known so many of my people before. Those family bonds are strong. And then we have the friends who are just like family, who are equally important. They're part of our pods and our karmic bonds with them are just as strong as the ones in blood, some of them even stronger. I've got a friend that I met way back in childhood, in grade one, and she's definitely a sister to me. She's that friend who's always there, no matter how long it's been or what kind of trouble I might have gotten myself into. She's the friend who knows me inside and out and loves me anyway, even if it's in her own shithead sarcastic ways. She's my family. I love that girl and I trust her with my life. She's got my back, and I've got hers too, and she's got my gratitude. She's seen me at my worst and always knows what to say or when not to. She's an easy bond to have. My support, my go-to, the one I think of when I hear the theme song for Golden Girls. If you're listening, Laton, thank you, and I love you dearly. She's family I chose. We all have them in some form. We all need community in some form, all of us, even the hermits to some extent. We need the other to reflect us back at ourselves. We need the other to stimulate our growth. So we go off and let our families evolve too, always expanding. We pick mates or donors and make babies or adopt them and build our own new set of challenges. And no matter how perfect a parent you had or how great you are as one, we're still going to mess each other up. Our best or worst doesn't matter. It's still programming, filters, experiences, and evolution. 
It's all designed to help you to awaken and eventually to get you to that place of wholeness. When one is abandoned or rejected, one learns to depend on the self and find confidence and love in the self too. When one is spoiled, one eventually learns the value of the dollar or of exchange and of the need for the exchange. Can't get something for nothing. More balance. Or maybe the need is to learn to accept abundance and believe in your self-worth. What annoys or frustrates teaches patience. Anger teaches forgiveness and compassion. People in conditions that you can't control are teaching surrender. What you can't understand or condone it's teaching you to strive for the unconditional. Resentment and envy... They show you your true desires. In cases of abuse, sometimes the abuser has become the abused and learns what to never do again. I'm not saying anyone deserves ill treatment. Remember, karma is not punishment, but it helps us all to understand. Parental conditioning shapes us. Sibling rivalry affects us. Extended family works the same. Sometimes they teach us to walk away. Sometimes they teach us to be more present. Sometimes they teach us to stand up for ourselves and force us to learn boundaries. Sometimes they teach us to let go and let God. That tough love and having to believe that they'll find their way. Faith in other people's paths and abilities is important too. Sometimes we have to let the ones that we love fall. Hard, hard lessons there. Sometimes we have to learn to forgive without an apology and do it for ourselves. Sometimes they teach us how to be independent and self-sufficient. Sometimes they teach us that we can handle so much more than we ever knew we could. Sometimes they teach us how to receive and let in the wonderful that they have for us. Have a look at what your family's teaching you. Why did you pick them? And why did they pick you? When it's hard, when it's challenging, when it hurts, can you find your way to forgiveness, knowing that they too are simply searching for love, working under their own conditional programming? Can you find your way to gratitude for their part, their participation and efforts, even when they seem to have failed you or caused you harm or great malice? Can you find the silver lining, the blessing in disguise, the reason for their difficulty or bringing suffering into your experience? Can you find your reason for being in theirs? Can you find your way to that high five, thanking them for being part of your team, for giving you what you need, even when on the surface it would seem crazy to say thanks? Families are an extension of your growth. It's not always hard. Sometimes they're your best friends and the relationship is easy and smooth. We have sprinkles of both. But when you find yourself in a challenging situation, remember, you can love the soul. You don't have to like what you love. Find your way to that high five, that soul level understanding, and light it up with Reverend Kim. <laughs>